Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my fellow DDP Yoga Warriors, DDPY Warriors, Maniacs, whatever you want to call yourselves. It is me, Michael D. Mullins, here for DDP Radio, live at ddpradio.com. We are currently broadcasting on the penthouse suite of the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, it is a little bit drizzly, but it's uh, nice and 69 degrees. And if I look straight up to the Great White North on the top of Mont Ontario, in the deepest caverns of the deepest woods you have to offer, I give you herself, the Canadian quote master, the one, the only, the crystal ball of DDP Radio, Crystal Stewart. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? That's a heck of an intro. Good, good. Just, the intros just get more ridiculous as we go along. We've been uh, we've been at this yes, a long time, do. and I bet uh, people by now said he can't get any more ridiculous than he's already gotten. And uh, I just, I tend to defy expectations. So, well, <laughs> you, uh, you know, it's really things. cool. Yeah, it's really cool. We are now in the penthouse. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's beats the outhouse. So uh, we'll take it. <laughs> That's um, right. While the intro was playing, he wasn't with us at first, but uh, so I, I got to tell you, our guest is on the line. We have him on the line. I don't know if he knows that he's on yep. the line, so hopefully he's not yeah. you know, peeing or something like that because um, he's got a hot <laughs> mic right now. But uh, I'm going to introduce him right now. Um, it's been a while since I've talked to my old friend Dave, uh, but him and I have a, quite the history. Uh, we have had a lot of fun uh, over the years in, in Mexico and the DDPY uh, excursions, if you will, um, and uh, we had Dallas on a few weeks ago, GDP, and he was. We we talked about it again. Him and I have that face plant that's gone into like folklore of GDP. Why uh, the the drunken face plant, black crow face plant? GDP uh, was still laughing about that uh, years later. So I'm bringing on my old buddy. Uh, you may know him as the ultimate male. You may know him as Sombrero Dave, the one, the only. I'm David Leoris. How are you, man? Hey Michael, how's it going? Oh, I am wonderful. How are you, my friend? I'm doing all right, doing all right. You know, you talk about the retreat and boy, the memories that uh, come back from those first, you know, those early years that we went to the retreats down in Mexico. The memories either come back or they're they're just gone forever. (laughs) 
<laughs> they, they come back. They come back. And, you know, Dallas always likes to bring up the face plant. He likes that one. Oh, uh, yeah, that was, that was priceless Unreal. for those of you who weren't aware. I don't know if there's any – did we ever find video footage of that? I know there was some photographic <laughs> evidence. But, I, 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 um, there's photographic evidence. I don't know that there's actual video of that uh, that actual face uh, plant, but there's definitely video footage – or, sorry, uh, photographic <laughs> footage. Uh, yeah. I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna need a copy of that too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy the rights to it and put it in a vault so it can't hurt me later. <laughs> uh, but uh, what we're talking about is, is Dave and I on one of our uh, our mess Mexico adventures. We went three years in a row, uh, and we all kind of hung out in a little bit of a group. And you know, Dave and I yeah. decided to uh, to uh, Sammy Hagar had the Cabo Wabo tequila, and um, uh, he had a drink called the Wabaritas, and we kind of. Googled how to make those wabaritas and then just threw their, our phones in the face of any bartender who wanted to go. So we'd have them make our custom drinks all week. And right. we accosted any bartender that would that had tequila, <laughs> which is pretty much all. Of them. Uh, exactly. Uh, by the time dinner uh, rolled around, uh, Dave and I were basically on a different planet <laughs> and uh, decided that we were going to do dueling black crows on a pavement while we can barely stand up. We thought we could stand up on our feet. So <laughs> on our hands. I yep. So uh, Dallas said, Oh, you guys can't do it. Whatever. So we go up there. We both dueling black crows. We both got up there for a split second before crashing down on our faces. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, we did, you know, we did hold it for at least a few seconds. So. Yep. That's it. You know, it's better than nothing, right? That's exactly uh, right. Those were some fun <laughs> times, man. Absolutely, man. Um, we're still here, and what I gotta tell you, when we, when I first kind of you know poked around into DDP uh, DDPY, my first uh, I was about a month in after you or so when you came around, yeah. and yeah, I remember you and I were uh, we'd be hanging around in the chat room, just kind of you know there was a DDP that uh, Team DDP Yoga page, we poking around sure. with you, me, Robert, Sparky, and maybe a couple other stragglers here, and there was what a couple thousand yeah. people on that page, and. You know, we were humming around I mean, we're everyone talking, who did DDP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, 500 to 1,000 at most. <laughs> yeah. It was, I mean, it was, it was to the point that anyone who did DDPY currently knew each other, like knew each other by name. It was that small of a, yep. a thing. So it's pretty crazy. And to see how it's grown and, you know, we've all just, you know, we've been here for a long time now and you're still – got fantastic uh, results and abs and I'm working towards getting finding my abs somewhere in there. But uh, you've been here a long time. You've been on the freaking poster board of, of the, of the DDPY performance center. And for those of you who, uh, who don't know from the, the get go, uh, want to clue us in a little bit to how you uh, first started taking that uh, first couple steps, your DDPY origin story, if you will. Uh, you know, like a lot of people who have found, you know, DDP yoga now, you know, DDPY, um, I was, you know, mostly a weight trainer and, you know, I, I would do some running, but mostly, you know, did weight training and I hurt myself time after time after time. And, you know, obviously as I got older, it, you know, it becomes, you know, harder to, to not get hurt. And, um, I, I injured myself in 2011. I, I hurt my leg, I hurt my shoulder and I went to physical therapy for like three months and it just, I felt like I was treading water. I wasn't getting better. And, um, 
you know, I, I got frustrated and I was basically paying a hundred bucks a, a week for two sessions because my insurance didn't really cover any of the uh, PT. So, you know, after three months, I was like, what am I doing here? You know, just, I just felt lost. And I had, I had seen, you know, I had been following Dallas on, uh, you know, Twitter and back then. And, um, cause I don't think Instagram was a thing back then, back in, back in 2011 yet, but hadn't quite blown up, but, um, I had see, I had followed him on Twitter and, and had seen him talk about, you know, him posting DDP yoga's Twitter. So I started following that and I, I would follow it and it never really struck a chord until I struggled with my physical therapy. <clears throat> and, um, you know, I was like, man, I, I, I got to figure out something else to do. And I asked my therapist was, is a good long, uh, long time friend of mine. And I said, you know, this isn't going anywhere. You know, what else can I do? And he said, you can try yoga. He's like, yoga is really good. You know, it, it helps a lot of people. And that's when it kind of clicked. The DDP yoga kind of came to my head. And I was like, you know what? Let me go check that out. And uh, I went to the website and you know, I watched the Arthur video back then. You know, it was a, l- a little bit different uh, back in 2011. Um, and it was, I mean, you can't help but watch that video and, and kind of yep. – you know, be emotional in some, it can't, I mean, if it doesn't touch you in some way on some level, um, I, I don't know what will. Um, but you know, because just seeing how, where he started and where he wound up, you know, in in such a, a, a small amount of time, when you think about it, um, was just astonishing. And, so it, it just caused me to do more Googling, so to speak, of DDP yoga, and I found not one bad thing someone was saying about the program because, you know, we all know wrestlers and, and gimmicks and things like that. So I was kind of hesitant at first, but as I looked into it more, it seemed legit. I found no bad words being said about it. I was like, you know what, For I'm paying 100 bucks a week for a therapy that's not going very far. I'll, I'll put out the, the money for the program, the DVDs back then. And, uh, you know, the, it, it, I bought him, I think it was like December of 2011 and it was still football season. So I didn't want to start because I was enjoying my pizza. I was enjoying my wings and I was enjoying my beer. And I was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it the right way. So I waited until the playoffs were over and, uh, I started in February of 2012. And, um, when I did the first workout, which was energy, it, you know, it was an eye opener as to how out of shape I was and how to be, how beat up I, I was, you know, flexibility sucked. Um, just, you know, 20 minutes of that workout, you know, put me, I was 10 minutes. I was like huffing and puffing and um, it just was an eye opener. And I was like, wow, this is no joke. And, uh, but it motivated me to go further and not just that, but the chat room in team DDP yoga was a huge catalyst for my success uh, early on. I mean, without te- the people, you know, your Mike, you, you and, and Sparky and Doug and so many others, you know, that were a part of, you know, that chat early on um, back then, I, I could, I have always said this, I could not have achieved the results I did without the support of team DDP yoga and everybody that was involved because, you know, I questioned myself every you know, all the time, you know, am I going to see results and am I going to have success? And, um, you know, I started to see those results, but 
it was the encouragement from everybody else. Like when I was like, I don't know, like I'm, I'm doing energy and I'm going to go to do fat burner, but I don't know about strength builder and, and all the others. And they were like, if you can do this, you can do that and you can modify. And it was that, you know, those conversations that really motivated me and helped me to take those steps to go a little bit further and, and to know that even if I couldn't do those harder workouts fully, I could do them, you know, modified. Or I could do half the workout. I didn't have to finish the whole workout. If I could only do, you know, 30 minutes of, you know, diamond cutter or strength build or whatever it was, I could do that and that was okay. Because you're still – you're always working towards getting better. It doesn't, it's not a failure because you couldn't finish. It's just you're taking that next step forward. You just got to keep pressing forward. But um, it, it just really – I enjoyed the workout so much and the community so much. It really just lit that fire that, that motivated me to keep going forward. So Dave, what's your biggest takeaway now? Like looking back on everything, what is something that you would tell somebody that is just starting out? Start slow. You know, I, 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 and this would, this would be something that goes for any, fitness, whether you want to run, whether you want to lift weights, whether you want to, you know, do any version of, of fitness that you want, don't set the bar so high that you just, you can never achieve it because you're just setting yourself up for failure. You know, you're just going to wind up, Oh God, I I couldn't get that done. So I might as well give up and I'm never going to reach that. And, you know, you might be doing energy five days a week for two months or three months or whatever it takes you know, to get you to that next step, which is fat burner or whatever workout you're looking to move to next. Just don't, doing something is better than doing nothing. You know what I mean? And, and you just don't let that get you down. We all have setbacks. We all have, you know, times that we question ourselves. I mean, I'm no different than, I mean, I'm no different than anybody else. I mean, I, I've said this before, I'm just a guy. I'm, I'm, despite what some people may think, I'm not a superhero. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not indestructible. <laughs> I get hurt. I get hurt. I have, I have my own setbacks. I mean, I've had three hernia surgeries in the eight years that I've done DDP yoga. So I've had three uh, setbacks, the same exact injury three times. Um, and that, you know, that's enough to, to knock anybody down and be like, all right, you know, the, the, the cosmos is trying to tell me something, but, uh, right. and it's easy to do that. It's easy to do that. But, um, the beauty of DDP yoga was that it's so accessible. It's so easy to adapt, uh, depending on your fitness level that it actually, in my mind, it was really the, the most beneficial way for me to rehabilitate from those surgeries and come back and get back into fitness again. Wow. I I remember uh and, and, we, we and you remember this you remember you remember this Mike you remember in in the this was this was at the first retreat we were at together in 2012 we were sitting at one of the uh pool bars and I said man I got this little thing above my belly button and it's kind of squishy and it's sticking through my abdomen and you looked at it and then Dallas looked at it and he was like I don't know you need to get that looked at and um yeah. and I was pretty sure it was a her- I was pretty sure it was a hernia and lo and behold I saw a surgeon he's like yep Yep, you need to get that repaired, and uh, got it fixed, and that was August of 2012, right after the retreat, and uh, you know it took a couple months to get you know back into things, and fast forward a year later, so <clears throat> we're talking December of 
2013. This was when the workshop was in uh, Dover. It was Dover, New Hampshire, right, Mike? Yep. So, and, and Mike and, and Kate, Katie were living up in New Hampshire there. And so, you know, I went up to that workshop, but uh, right before I went to up there, I had tore the same spot open again. So I had the pair, the, the, the repair that was done surgically had to be, had to be re-repaired, um, unfortunately. And, you know, it, it sucked. It sucked. It was, you know, I felt like I was kind of like on cruise control. Like I was kind of, you know, everything was on, I had all things clicking on all cylinders, so to speak. And next thing I know, it's like, I got a plan for another surgery. Uh, you know, I think I waited till the end of January of 2014 um, because there was an ultimate workshop at Dallas's place. This was down at the crib um, in 2014. So I wanted to do that first. And then after that workshop, I, I immediately after that had my second surgery. I remember wow. those, and I, me- I remember getting frustrated for you because, you know, you, th- that first surgery was rough. It took a little bit, not just the recovery time, people, you know, the recovery time, but it, the hernia especially set you back when you sure. wanted to work out because you don't realize how much it's, you depend on your abs for it, like your your stomach muscles exactly, for everything. You're, that's like that central part of your core is what I call grand central station for your body. So everything kind of impacts that area like no matter what you do or how you move that part of the body is going to be impacted and when you have a, a, a what i think it's called a, a i forget the clinical name um for that type of hernia but um you're not allowed to lift anything like over 10 pounds for like a month or a month and a half and it's hard because mentally it's second nature to pick up things that are light even 10 pounds so you just kind of like you know, you pick up a chair, you pick up this, you pick up that, and it's like you don't realize, like, oh, I shouldn't be picking that stuff up because I'm, I'm you know, I'm not healed yet. Um, and that becomes frustrating. But, yeah, like like you said, it's you want to work out so bad and you can't. And then if, if even I though you feel better, even, even though you feel better, it's, even though you feel better and it might not be as painful inside the interior, you know, the inside where the actual repair work is done, that's not healed fully. So you, and you, you know, you have right. to give it, depending on the, the uh, sorry, depending on the extensiveness of the tear, you know, could be eight weeks, could be 12 weeks. And if, if they have to use mesh to make the repair, then it could be longer because the uh, body has to build up scar tissue to integrate the uh, mesh in with the muscle so that it, it's kind of like rebar to concrete. It just strengthens that, strengthens, reinforces that area. So you don't, you know, so you don't tear it again. Exactly, and if if I remember, wow, correctly, I did, you, but I did, but, had, I did tear, the, but I did tear it again. <laughs> yeah, but that's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I had like three surgeries, uh, shoulder surgeries, and I remember the lasting effect of that was the psychological because you're you become almost that's overly aware of that area because exactly you don't right. want to go through that again after doing it over and over again. So then you're in your head right. when you're trying to work out, and sometimes the worst time, the worst place you can be is in your head. You start focusing yep. on areas and, and, and losing in other areas. You know, you got to have that kind of – you would baby that area, if you will. Yeah. No, the, your, the, the mental aspect of it is absolutely correct. It's so hard because in your mind you're just like, am I, am I doing something that's going to hurt myself again? Am I going to put myself my, – or set myself back and, or set myself up for another injury? And it's like getting over that hurdle is actually harder than the physical recovery. 
So, Dave, I have a question for you, if if that's okay. Yeah. No, no questions. Next. (laughs) (laughs) It's from a girl named Lisa, and she was just wondering, she, what's your best advice when you fall down, and you are just so stuck? Uh, So you're so stuck, you said. Yep. Yep. I mean, don't don't. Don't beat yourself up over it. You know, um, again, we're all human. We all, we all have setbacks. And it's actually a good question because, <clears throat> again, like I said, everybody, I'm no different than anybody else. We, we all have uh, life situations that come up. And so a lot, yeah. of, a lot of people don't know this story, and I'll just, I'll just give you a little <clears> – <throat> I'll try to be as cliff-nosed version of this as I can. Um, so – my previous job I was at for 12 years. So since 2006 to 2017, um, I worked for the same company. And uh, in September of 2017, they decided I was no longer necessary. And I was let go, no warning, no, it wasn't a disciplinary action type issue. It was just they wanted to, you know, probably find cheaper labor because I'd been there so long. Um, and it's, it's one of those things you can never plan for. I mean, you don't, it was unexpected. You it just, but it's a setback. It's a life setback. And, you know, you always hope you're going to land on your feet. You're going to get out. Everything's pot. You know, you try to be positive. You don't want to be negative. And it's like, okay, you know, you know, it was a punch to the gut, but we'll take, you know, take a month, get kind of our mental state back to a good, you know, area and start the job hunt. You know, move forward. And, you know, I've been in the IT field for almost 20 years, and I was like, okay, you know, I, I shouldn't have a hard time. But it doesn't always go the way you want or the way you expect. Um, and I was 10 months without a, a job, unemployed, and that's hard. And at some point, you, you know, uh, you start to have, you know, question yourself, and you fall into, I'll say, uh, it's easy to fall into a depression. And yeah. I was probably more depressed at that time than I wanted to admit to. But, you know, you, you just try to look on the bright side. Um, but I had all that time, you know, for 10 months to myself practically other than looking for a job. Um, I was teaching my classes, obviously, but beyond that, um, you know, I pushed I, – I basically pushed my body as far as I could. I was working out more than I ever had, and – I was probably in the best shape that I had ever been in. Um, but uh, fortunately for me, in August of 2018, I, was, I finally found a job. And, um, it, you know, finding a new job, it's a new career. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a big thing to change your job at any age, really, but especially when you're older. It's, it's, yeah. new, it's, it's really tough when you are older. Um, and so... I'm in a new job. It's new. You know, basically, you have to. You're starting from ground floor again. You're learning all the people that you work with and what, how's the company operate. What, you know, how is it? And I, I'm working in IT for a medical, an orthopedic uh, practice here in the Philadelphia area. And um, I've, I started out by saying, okay, I'm going to take a couple weeks off, and uh, I'll just teach my classes. But I'm, I'm going to give my body a break. I'm just going to take a break and focus on trying to acclimate to the new job, new phase of my career. And 
two weeks turned into two months, turned into five months, turned into I don't know how many months <laughs> of uh-huh. of me not doing not doing anything but my classes, which was only two days a week. Um, I really wasn't, you know, I had a new relationship um, as well in that time, and um, you know, just a lot of life changes and and, and that type of stuff, you know. It, it can affect people in different ways. <clears throat> and um, I was just taking that time to kind of exist, you know, learning the new job, you know, you know, being in a new relationship and, and the, you know, enjoyment that comes from that. Um, like I said, you know, two, two weeks turned into probably 10 months and May of, of uh, 2019, I was just like, man, you know, I am not where I should be or where I want myself to be, maybe not should be, but where I want myself to be. And I was beating myself up. I was like, I don't like how I, I don't like how I feel. You know, we can look in the mirror. We're always going to be our worst critic. So it's always easy to look in the mirror and be like, Oh, I'm ugly. Or I'm, 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 I got too much fat here. or I'm too heavy and this and that. And that's, that's easy stuff. We're all going to do that regardless of how we look. Um, but it was more like, I just don't feel good about, I just don't feel good. I, uh, even though I'm teaching twice a week, that's, just not much. Um, and, uh, you know, I started to, I was like, I got to change this around. I got to, I got to refocus. And, you know, it, it wasn't, it was, it was a setback, you know, that I let 10 months go by. Yeah. Teaching my classes, but I wasn't doing anything else, you know, but that doesn't necessarily, you know, at least I, I, I was watching what I ate more than normal. So, you know, it wasn't like I gained 30 or 50 pounds, but right. I put weight right. on and I didn't feel good. And it was a setback in my mind. And I, I, from, you know, how I had been the previous seven years or six years, it was, it was like, you know, it was hard mentally. Cause I'm like, man, now I'm, I feel like I'm starting from ground level again, you know, regardless of the teaching of the classes, but uh, you just got to not, I mean, again, it might seem cliche, but don't give up. You know, don't, don't right. use life situations to say, Oh, I'm done. You know, this is, I'm just not going to do this anymore. You know, you see this, this happened in life. So, you know, you know what they say, shit happens every day, yep. sometimes twice yep. a day, but shit <laughs> happens every day. There's nothing we can do. Um, try not to let it consume you to the point where you just are like, forget everything. Because right. that's easy to do. I mean, we can all do that. I mean, we all, I've been telling you, we all have baggage. We all have things that don't go our way. Um, and it's just easy to, to, to kind of let that, 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 as Dallas has put it over the years, that, that gravity, that emotional gravity pull us down and keep us down. So, you know, again, if you're, ha- if you're struggling, um, start small. Start small. Do energy. Do it once a week yep. for two weeks, and then if that, and then if that, if you're like, if that's, if you can get that going, then try doing energy three days a week for a couple of weeks, and see if you can get that to stick. And it's all about building that um, consistency, building a new uh, routine, and that takes time. And you may, you may build a routine over a month or two months, and you might work your way up to five days a week working out and doing DDP yoga or doing DDP yoga and something else. And you, might, and you might have a setback. Something else in life might happen. And you might have to dial it back down again and go back to once a week or twice a week. Just don't let it stop you. And that's, I mean, look, 
it's easy. We talk, you know, you guys have had so many motivational people on the program over the years. It's easy for me on, you know, this side to be saying, don't give up and don't let it consume you. It's easier said than done. And that's cliche too, yeah. but, and that's true. It's true, but you have to find a way. If you, I, I say this all the time, if you can't find 20 minutes a day to do energy or even, even fat burner, which is 30 minutes, not even 30 minutes, like 25 um, if you can't find that time, you're doing something wrong because I can, everybody can do it. Even when I, you know, even when I was not doing the workouts, you know, working out as regularly as I thought I thought I should, I knew I was, it was all on me. It wasn't that I didn't have enough time. It was that I wasn't making the time. Right. I wasn't finding the reason to do it. Find the reason to do it. Even if that reason is just for yourself. Do it, working out is, is a, I'll use the word self-care, the term self-care. It is a, it is a form of self-care. Your fitness and your health is a part of, is a part of your self-care. So some people go to a spa, you know, and some people, you know, do stuff like that. But working out is also self-care. It's part of taking care of yourself for that 20 minutes or 30 minutes that you're working out. You you really and realize not, how much and it's not it's not easy, man. It is I'm, it's not easy. It will never be easy. And again, all the cliches tonight. If it were easy, everybody would do it. It's just the yep. way it is. And I know nobody wants to hear the cliches. I don't either. But that's just the hard reality of it. it it's so easy to see how how important uh, the self care really is. When you stop caring for yourself, you, you talked about the, you know going exactly. through that depression, uh, depression uh, in the segment, and you know despite all the awesome memes and motivational posters and quotes and stuff like that, you really don't know how you're going to react when life really just knocks you to your knees like that. Um, you exactly. hope that you go do the right thing and power through it, but a lot of us don't. You know, I was facing my own health issues uh, the past year or so, and it kind of stuck with me how you said that. Um, I tried to get back on track after gaining a bunch of weight and I had such an experience where I realized how much I had lost ground wise that it, and you know, with some health issues, gave me some balance issues and stuff like that. It scared me off for several, several months. And I was, I wasn't even, I was, I was so intimidated to get back on the mat because of that last experience that I had where I really had to check myself that in a way that you convince yourself that your best way is to avoid it, not to go confront it and face the problem that's manageable, just make it disappear until it's to the point where it's even bigger and harder to manage. Right. Um, I just shot Rod Nasty a a text a few minutes ago, just saying, Hey buddy, thanks for uh, helping me kind of get back on track because, you know, through his post and getting himself back on track, I couldn't let Rodney outdo me of all people. So screw Rodney. (laughs) I was going to get back on track too, because he's not going to outdo me. So I kind of was, you know, made a point to be getting on the mat myself, but it's funny. They say you, you, they say you can lie to everyone else. You can't lie to yourself. I always say that's bullshit. I can lie to myself better than anybody. I can tell myself everything I want to hear. <laughs> I can convince myself to not get on the mat. I can convince myself that it's okay to eat what I want. I know I'm. I know it's not right, but I can convince myself in that moment. I can rationalize sure. it because I am a self-sabotaging human being. And you don't right. expect to react like that. You don't. You 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 share all these posts and these memes and inspiration and I've been doing the show for long enough where I've given everybody a bunch of advice that in that moment I couldn't take myself and you yep. don't right. really kind of doesn't click in that moment 
and sometimes you're just going to have that bad moment. You're going to have that depressive several months, but you got to allow yourself to kind of forgive yourself in that moment too and forgive yourself and not wallow in that because that's going to just create a longer and longer and longer, uh, you know, and deeper and deeper hole that you're going to dig out of. Forgive yourself, allow yourself that moment, yeah. that pity party for the time being, and then allow yourself that chance to stand up and start again. And, uh, and yeah. keep moving. You know, you've been here long enough. You've seen a lot of people come and go since you've been here. And For usually sure. when they go, sure. they come back because they realize that's, um, yeah. it was better when I was here than when I wasn't. Yep, yep. Yeah, and that's a, that's a testament to, you know, the DDP yoga community and the amount of people that are out there living, you know, life, you know, and having to go through struggles just like you, me, and everybody else. And they're, they're you know, they are, you know, there's always – you tell your story and there's always a little bit of your story that will reach somebody else. And they'll be like, I know exactly what that guy's talking about. You know, whether it's me, whether it's crystal, whether it's Mike, whether it's anybody in DDP yoga, um, that's what makes this program unique is, is the amount of people that connect through the stories and it, it can help people through struggles. Um, and uh, one thing I wanted to say um, on that topic um, you know, sometimes, you know, I, and like you said, Mike, I've, I've obviously been doing this for a while. Some people, I think sometimes people look at certain people and they say, that person knows what they're doing. That person doesn't need any help. Um, they don't need any motivation. They don't need, you know, anybody to, to boost them up. Uh, and that, Sometimes um, that it's just an that's just a wrong way of thinking. Sometimes the people that you think have life, you know, they got this. They know what they're doing. They don't need me to tell them anything. Sometimes they're the ones that actually sometimes need someone to talk to. Sometimes they're the ones that don't really have, you know, they really don't have it. They don't that some they might have stuff going on in their lives that you have no no clue about. On the outside, it might look great. But just because somebody you think somebody has life figured out or that their life is great doesn't mean that it is. So don't think that you know reaching out to somebody you know because you know they have been doing it for so long or whatever it might be. You know some people just aren't okay, and it's okay not to be okay. Um, and that's just a part of life. And um, we all I think could use that sometimes. You know, meaning some people look at me and probably go. Oh well, Dave, Dave's been doing this for long. He doesn't need me to, you know, give him any pointers or help or anything like that. Well, sometimes talking is a, is 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 helpful. You know, what I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be about DDP yoga. It could be life in general. You know, people could be going through struggles, and again, this kind of circles back to life. You know, getting in the way of, you know, our fitness journey or whatever. Um, you know. Sometimes reach out, reaching out to people that you think are okay. You know, so everybody needs to talk. Is my point, regardless of what you think, whether they think you think they have it figured out or have life figured out, or they don't need help from you. Um, sometimes it, you'd be surprised who you reach out to, um, and it makes a difference. And I think, Dave, that that is so super important because. Um, I was in the hospital recently and I saw a sign and it hit me and I've been crying ever since. So I, I, I apologize because I'm crying, but 
um, a smile can hide an awful lot. Exactly right. Exactly yep. right. So a smile can hide all the pain in the world. You know, you just don't yeah. know. But if you don't yeah. ask, you're never going to know. You know, and exactly. it's, it's just we all we all have those struggles. And again, it's it's okay to reach out and say I'm not good. You know, um, and and I, I say that because of a lot of the DDP yoga community goes. We go through it. I mean, you hear it. You talk to people. If you've been to a retreat, if you've been to a workshop, if you've been you know, to any DDP yoga event, you talk to people who, you know, they connect with other people and it might change their lives, you know, from they might be at the bottom of the, you know, feeling like they're at the bottom of a trash can, talk to somebody and next thing, you know, they're like, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get this. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to change this and I'm going to be better. Yep. And you might yeah. make them feel better that they're not making somebody feel like they're not alone. And I, I will say that, just so you know, if you think you're alone, you're the only one that feels a certain way, you're not. You're not. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's just not true. That's, a, that's such Ooh. a good point. You know, bullshit, you know being on the side of the building doesn't all, mean you got to. Bull, bull, yeah, bullshit happens to everybody, every single person. There's, you, no one's immune to that. doesn't matter how good your life is, how much money you have, what kind of car you drive. Um, Bad things happen to us all. It doesn't. There's no, yeah. no. There's no immunity to that. So, don't ever feel bad to say, you know what, I'm not good. And it might be just a simple you know, conversation that changes someone's life. I'm, I'm telling you right now. You know, you see it on TV, or you might have had, a, you might have been touched by somebody who, who made the choice to unfortunately leave this world sooner than they should have, um, because they felt helpless or hopeless. Nobody should have to feel that way. And this is a great community, and I think that um, just keep that in mind, that no matter how good you think somebody is, they might not be. Right. I think that's great. Sorry, Mike, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I got a lag over here. I apologize. It's okay. (laughs) Dead air. Um, I just wanted to say, Dave, while you were talking, I got a couple of messages. Um, Mike Gielen said, great episode with Dave Orth. Um, Definitely a lot I can relate to with his story, which is awesome. And um, Roger, Mike's friend, Roger, he just said, tell Orth I appreciate him talking about his injuries because I might have torn something in my knee and I'm incredibly frustrated and yeah. that helped my frustration. Yeah. yeah. So Whatever you yeah. do, Roger, go see a doctor. Right? <laughs> yeah. We don't, don't work. Don't work. If you're in pain, go, go see the doctor. Exactly. Uh, that's our exactly. that's our default I, medical answer here. If you're in, if you're in, if you're in doubt, <laughs> see a doctor, because we're we don't know exactly. anything. We're we're I'm a fucking broadcaster. I don't. I should not be giving any medical advice. I've had people ask. I me, mean, I've been on the air before. I've been, I've been injured enough. I've been injured enough <laughs> that I can speak on some injuries, but you know, every every injury is different. So I've hurt my shoulders. I've hurt my knees. I've hurt hurt my back. Um, and the three hernia surgeries. So, you know. I have those experiences, but it doesn't make me medically, uh, you know, capable to give you a diagnosis. Real, real quick, um, I, I, I want to throw this out here because 
Um, you brought you brought that up a little earlier, which I think is awesome, and I think our community suffers from it a little bit by nature of just human nature and how the world is right now. I do think we be there's something we could curb a little bit too, but I also think we suffer from it. But the internet has what I like to call hashtag blessed syndrome, where we're always yep. willing okay. to share our successes and sharing the best sure. side of ourselves. All the pictures are the perfectly cropped. Our hair looks great in every picture when that's not life. And we're very vulnerable to let down our guard and truly share, you know, struggles or depression. And and everyone says, you know, mental health is is not stigmatized anymore where we accept everyone. But people, whether you're suicidal or or depression or whether you're just, you know, self-esteem or physical problems or health problems or just social problems, you know, we always – are, are, you know, put on that, that front. And I wouldn't even say it's a front that we're accepting of all the issues, but none of us are actually comfortable going out there and, and letting our guard down and being vulnerable in this space. Sure. Uh, Cause sure. you know, we just, we just put, you know, in, I think it, as much as the black crow pictures are awesome as the leg lifter pictures are awesome. The before and after pictures are awesome. Sometimes we should share a before picture. If we're not there, we need to let people know that, not everyone is completed work of art. Not everyone's at their goal. There's people in the ditches. They're struggling. They're having a hard time. They're, they're going through the process. They're not even close to being there. But sometimes as much as our victories, you've got to come and bring your struggles because a lot of, because of a, a byproduct of this, a lot of people, when they do start to struggle, see all the successful pictures and don't feel that they can come with their struggles because everyone's right. winning except yeah. for me. It, it, it looks like. Yeah. on the internet when yeah, there's a lot of us just not winning right now. Yeah. And, and that's a thousand percent right. And I think it's the complete opposite. There's probably more people struggling than there are people like, you know, that are at their goals and where they want to be and, and all that. I mean, it's, that's just the reality. Um, and you're right. People should post more about the struggles. And like I said, when I told the story about losing my job, most people did not know that there were very, very few people that I, divulge that information to um just because you know it just was hard it was hard to to you know it was was a tough part of life um so you know again my story might be different than somebody else's and mike your story might be different than somebody else's but i think um when you talk to people you'll find little pieces of your story in them and that's that's yep. how we that's that's how we relate um in in the community um and and pick people up or boost people up and and try to you know hey you're down i understand there's no judgment to that like we're all, we all get down we all fall in the mud and we get dirty and we just got to you know kind of get back up look at where we're at and say okay back on you know back to day 1 again and day one sucks, but you're going to be at day two tomorrow. And so yep. just ne- never set the bar so high that you can't achieve it. And, and that goes for any, whether it's DDP yoga or anything else. Like you're not going to say, I'm going to run a marathon and go run 10 miles tomorrow. If you don't run, it's just not how life works. So start with a mile or a half a mile, whatever you can do. And then you go from there. And- you, you've been through that, you know, you lost, you lost that gig. You know, that's, that's a tough thing. Like I, people losing their gig is tough. Cause especially when you've been there for so long, you think that you're probably going to stay there as, as long as you possibly can. And, you know, a lot yeah. of places now, a lot of companies, yeah. it's kind of impossible to be a lifer. So a lot of people don't expect it when it comes because budget sure. cuts and all this stuff. 
it really well, just turns yeah, your I life mean, into it's, a and, tailspin. And, and, it it does, and when you're older, it's it's a, it has a deeper impact because I think the feeling is like, wow, I'm getting closer to fifty. Is somebody going to give me what I'm worth at my age? You know, because I looked mm-hmm. at it as I was let go because you can get two guys for maybe the same as one my salary or a little bit less than my salary because I'd been there for twelve years. That's why my salary was where it was. Um, and you just, again, you find all these reasons why you lost your job. Um, and you just, it's, it was, it was, it was, it was hard, not just the financial burden, but the, um, when you lose your health insurance, you're like, Oh my God, I cannot get sick. I can't get sick. I can't get hurt because I got no insurance, you know? And that, that, that was my, that was actually my bigger fear than the money was, no health insurance. It, the I, way I you just, bounce back from it, though, after all these months and stuff, you know, you, you kind of, you know, you, you you turned it into a positive. You got a new gig. You're in a new relationship. Yeah. It's something, and not to get into these woods or anything, but, you know, in modern times, you know, there's a lot of jobs that are going to be obsolete. There's a lot of people that, that jobs are yep. going to get eliminated. People, they're saying people yep. who go to college right now, are struggling to what to go for because you're trying to beat the system and, and, and graduate with a degree before it's obsolete. So it's something yep. that people in the future are going to be dealing with and be flexible with, and it's going to cause a lot of stress and strife and, 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 and you know, yeah, it's going to be a difficult situation. And, you know, losing your gig is, 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 is really rough. It just throws your life in your tailspin, like I said, but, you know, you showed that there's a way to, you know, bounce back. It's going to suck for a while. You know, everything in life, whenever yeah. you get knocked to your knees yeah. like that, it's going to suck, but you got to at least keep the face that you're going to, you're going to end up in a place where you, where you should be or where you, you know, want to be. And, and it seems like you're, you're kind of on the other side of that a little bit now. And you've got a, a relationship, sure. your relationship, you're, you know, you know, you're kicking ass and you're here talking to Mike Mullins on TDP radio, live at com. <laughs> So it seems like you came out uh, came out smelling the roses, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it, when you, yeah, like you said, it's like you get punched in the face, and uh, it's a hard pill to swallow, and and it's 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 not fun, and you know, yeah, you know, we're cut, ten months unemployed, you know, got a new job, and that, but that recovery takes time, you know, I'm about a year and a half in the, into the new job and there's still financial ramifications to being unemployed for as long as I was, but, um, it, things are, things are getting, obviously have gotten better and they get better every day. And, uh, my relationship, um, is great and I couldn't be happier about all that. And, you know, I mean, right now I'm as happy as I can be. And, and that's, you know, again, don't let things pull you down. Life does suck at times. There's no way to sugarcoat yep. that. But um, if 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 at any point you feel like you're lost or alone, reach out to somebody. Especially in this community, you have no shortage of somebody to reach out to and say, "Look, I'm not good," for whatever the reason is. Something bad happens, or you're having bad thoughts. Just you know, um, it's don't feel don't don't uh, let pride get in the way. Or feel right. that nobody wants to, or, or don't think that nobody wants to hear your hear what's going on with your life. Trust me, I've met so many awesome people in the past eight years. A lot of people that I have that I can call close friends, um, 
except for Adam Metter, because that guy's a son of a bitch. But everybody else <laughs> is really good. All right, everybody else, but he, I he love has him very much. He has lovely hair. He has lovely hair. His beautiful <laughs> hair, I can't take that away from him. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do wish that I had a, a mane on my head like that, but, um, you know, I lose more of it every year. Uh, but, um, you know, it, I, DDP Yoga is great and it has given me so many friendships and relationships. And I think everybody in this group has, go, or, you know, in, in the DDP Yoga community has gone through something um, in life that we can all relate to on some level. And, um, don't be afraid to say, I need to talk to somebody. I need help. It's okay to say you need help. I need it. You need it. Everybody needs it at some time in their life. Yeah. Like, like you said, Crystal, yeah. and I could, I, a smile can hide the worst pain in the world. And Oof. just because you yeah, see someone no smiling kidding. does not mean – when you see someone smiling, it doesn't mean that their entire world has been taken away from them or that their world is falling apart at home. You can't – you cannot see that. You know? Right. It's easy to hide. Because we seem and, to be uh, taking everybody, right? We seem to take everybody at face value. Sure. No, no People say, are you, hey, anymore. how you doing? Oh, I'm okay. Are you really okay yeah. You know how, and, yeah, and I right? hate to say, not not every, I'm not. I don't mean to say that everybody's disingenuous when they say, when they ask, "Are you okay?" Um, but just be a good human. You know, if you ask if someone's okay and they say, "You know what? No," listen to them. Give them five minutes or ten minutes or an hour, whatever it might take, because that might make the difference for them. Yeah. Yeah, right? absolutely. You, you, because they might feel completely you, alone. And then you give them, you, you listen to them and hear them out. And maybe something that they tell you, you relate to. And then you can connect. Maybe you save them in some way or, you, or you know, they save you in some way just by their story. Um, just, you know, sometimes asking how somebody is can change somebody's life and just be a good person. And that's, that's why yeah. the DD, DDP yoga community is, is, has you know, been around so long and it, it separates itself from other fitness programs because we have people that actually give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Very, very much so. And, and you know, you coming out on the other end of your journey, I, I wasn't aware of, of your, of your struggle and, and your, your job situation and stuff. So, you know, I think that gives a lot of hope to a lot of people too, because you don't realize that when you're in the muck, when you're in the when you're in the, the mud, no. you're in the dirt, you know. You, when you're in the you, mud, you, it's you like just... you're in quicksand. It's like quicksand pulling mm-hmm. you down, and it's and it's easy yeah. to give into that. But and again, using the cliche, never give up. Um, don't don't give up. You know, again, reach out to somebody. And there's so many people out there. You know, people that we've known. You know, I'm people I went to high school with, and people that you know, I've known that have that have ended their lives and stuff. And you're just like, man, I wish you would have just stuck around because you would have done so well now. Cause a lot of or, times when or, things, or how you, many, know, you pull yourself out of the shit. Or how many times you say, man, if I had only known, if I knew what they were going through and right. you know, um, I would have, if they had just called me, if they had just sent me a text message, if they had just sent me a, you know, an email and said, Hey, things aren't good. And I'm having these thoughts, whatever it might be, you know, Mm-hmm. Maybe it could have changed something, you know. Maybe it could have made a difference, and you know, a lot of woulda, coulda, shoulda, or if, but um, just know that and not everybody ha- that's smiling and walking around happy is okay. 
here, here's an unpopular take too, probably. If you suggest, if you think somebody's in that place, you know, people who are really, really desperate and, and, and really suicidal aren't going to tell you. They're, they're not going to tell right. you if you ask. Yeah. So sometimes you got to pry. Sometimes yeah. you got to be intrusive because yep. you care about people and force them into a place where they're safe or help or whatever. You know, we've seen far too many, you know, suicides on TV and the news and you know, all this in the past few years. Um, and, and I think people who want to end their life don't want to be talked out of it. So sometimes intervening with a friend or a family member, you know, sometimes just really kind of just, you know, being overbearing and, and maybe crossing some boundaries sure. and, and, and forcing help when it needs to be helped too. Cause sometimes if someone's really, really contemplating suicide, as much as it's a nice gesture, just sharing a, an 800 number isn't going to help. So, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. look for signs, you know, people, there's a lot of people hurting out there and there's a lot of people going through some serious, serious shit and uh, be kind. I think that's one thing that we can do. Exactly. That's not hard at all. is just be decent to people. And the past few years, right. I've really realized how ugliness social media can be. I've made a point to just sure. stop engaging sure. in the ugliness, stop being so angry yeah. and, and arguing with people and, cause, you know, you're not changing any minds. You're just making people angry and, and hurt and hurting feelings and, losing friends and family and it's not worth it because a lot of people going through some shit and we need more friends. We need more family than ever. So stop pushing people away yeah. and start just being kind to people. Yeah, yeah, true. No, no question about it. So, well, I appreciate you coming back on with us, man. It's been a pleasure and I'm, I'm really happy, yeah, for no, you. I'm happy to see that, uh, you know, you're doing well. No, I appreciate it. No, it's it's been certainly a while yeah. since I've been on, so it's good to talk to you guys. And yeah. um, you know, um, I don't, do you mind if I plug my classes real quick before I go? Is that no? Right? Oh, absolutely. No, no, go I ahead. Have to do that right now, yeah. for sure. <laughs> okay, so you know, I teach DDP yoga in in the in the city of brotherly love in Philadelphia, um, and I teach at Revolution Fitness Factory. We are at fifteen sixteen North Fifth Street. Um, I teach Wednesday nights at 7.30 p.m. and Saturday mornings at 8.45 a.m. Your first class is always free. Um, if you're interested in learning what DDPO is about, just drop in, say hi. Um, if you have any questions, I am on Instagram at Dave Orth and Twitter at Dave. I think it's at David Orth, possibly. I don't remember. Um, but uh, hit me up on social media. I'm happy to answer any questions and, uh, you know, this is a great community. It's a great program. And, you know, the fact that the show, the you know, DDP radio is still on after all this time is a testament to that. Awesome. 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 Thank you so much. And don't forget to look out for the Mike Mullins and Dave Orth uh, Speedo calendar <laughs> coming out, I think, uh, <laughs> summer of 2021. Um, uh, I thought, oh, I thought like, we were going to do an all Swayze and Farley. We I thought it was going to be all plaid. I thought we were going to do all plaid calendar, <laughs> a whole 12 months of plaid shirts, plaid shorts, plaid shoes. No? Uh, <laughs> oh, man. That's a whole other story. That's a whole other Mexico story. We'll have another episode on that. <laughs> oh, I, I miss you, brother. Well, good to see you. And uh, Crystal is going to fire us off here on the air with a quote all but right, for, uh, for now. I'm Mike Mullins. I love you guys. Uh, Dave Worth, uh, plaid enthusiast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see you guys, uh, Crystal. Let's let's roll us out of yeah. here. Talk to you later, Dave. Thank you, man. See you guys. Take care. Thanks, Dave. All right, um, Crystal. So let's fire us off. 
sure. It's, it's uh, man, I don't know how I do this sometimes. It just seems to apply um, to what we were just talking about. And I picked this quote before the show even started. So it's from Heath Ledger. And the quote is, everyone you meet always asks if you have a career or you're married, are you married or own a house? As if life was some kind of grocery list. But no one ever asks if you're happy. Uh, I love that. That's good. So, DDP Radio, are you happy? I'm happy right now talking happy? to two good friends. I'm happy. <laughs> so, we'll see you guys soon. Keep moving forward. Remember, never ever give up. Crystal, good luck this week. Uh, Dave, thank you. we'll see you soon. Get to one of Dave's classes real quick because uh, he's going to kick some ass and he's great at what he does. I've been around him long enough to know that he's got a firm grasp. So uh, get to one of his classes uh, in the uh, city of brotherly love, if you will. Uh, until next week. Thank Radio, you, brother. Take care. We'll see you guys soon. Check this today, yeah. man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Paige. Oh, oh, diamond Cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond oh. Cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.